What's up, sports fans, and welcome to the next edition of the FCA Guy podcast. Today with Coffee with Coach, I'm with Coach Isaac Ramon. Coach Ramon is the linebacker coach, mostly with the freshman JV, and helps out with the varsity. Good morning, Isaac. Good morning. It's good to have you here this morning. We've got a lot to talk about. The, yes, uh, I'm going to start off with family. I know that we're going to talk about your wife a little bit, but you've also got to, in five weeks, what's going to happen? Little baby girl. A little baby girl. Yes, sir. Well, your life's about <laughs> to change. I'm excited. Yeah. I, the nerves are kind of setting in, but it's mostly excitement. <laughs> well, if you weren't excited, we'd be worried. <laughs> well, let's talk about family a little bit. You have a, you grew up, I believe, military, and you moved mm-hmm. around quite a bit. Why don't you tell our listening audience about that? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So um, I was born out in Midland, and that's kind of where all my family's from, out in West Texas. But um, about six months in, my dad joined the Air Force and never lived there except for those six months. <laughs> but um, grew up overseas, um, 10 years overall. But uh, Italy for six years and then Germany for four. And so I was in Germany from seventh grade to junior year. And so a lot of moving around, but it was, uh, it was a good time. Just kind of, my parents would made sure to acclimate us anytime we had to move and make a new, make a new change. Um, they focused on getting us plugged into sports, getting us active in the community to kind of help ease the transition. And, um, it really taught my sister and I good, people skills and how to kind of come to a new spot, new place and try and build roots quickly. And um, I feel like those have translated really well. Sports is a great translator, if you will. It mm-hmm. does acclimate well to get you involved in those schools. My, I grew up on a military base. I was born on a military base in San Antonio. Uh, moved around quite a bit. My dad was a fighter airplane pilot. I used to watch the oh, Jets wow. come in and out all the time. So Oof. I moved quite a bit. <laughs> too. So I, I understand. Uh, I asked you earlier about your German and your Italian, Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Nein. My Deutsch is What an opportunity. <laughs> what an opportunity. Well, I know you graduated, I believe, from Evelyn Cooper there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was your senior year. And then after that, you went to Angelo State, where you yes. majored in? Geology. Geology, study of rocks. Yes, sir. And you said you got in that because? Just nature. I love being outside, being outdoors, and... Um, we would go on – my dad would make sure that we're always out of the house. We're always doing something. We'd go on little hikes or go to a little town or um, just kind of anywhere to get us moving. And I kind of had a love of nature from from the beginning. We'd go ride our bikes or we'd always be outside. So the I didn't know I was going to be a geology major until I got to class and they had a sign-up sheet the second week. And they're like, okay, we're going to have a camping trip over spring break. So make sure you sign up. And I, I knew right then I was like, okay, yep, this is my, this is my major. I'm going to run around outside and do classwork and shoot. Well, I'm you, in. <laughs> I believe you mentioned to me, you, you worked for a couple of years for the state. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? You want to yes, tell us about that? Yeah. So, um, after I graduated, we moved down to San Antonio, uh, where all my wife's family's from. And so, I got a job working for the state where the it was the TCEQ, so it's the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality. It's kind of like Texas's EPA, and um, was there for about three years, and then it was kind of a big change because before that I'd worked at Discount Tire, 
since like my senior year of high school. And so worked all my way through college, just slinging tires and running around. And then I was in a desk job <laughs> right after graduating. I was antsy and cooped up. And for a guy who likes to be outdoors, I don't think that's the job for you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so, sir. so you worked for the state for, sounds like about three years. Mm -hmm. And then your wife now is a coach, correct? Mm, yes, she is. She's hey. the head golf coach over at Hayes. At Hayes High School. I've not had the opportunity to meet her yet. I hope to soon. <laughs> but you said she was kind of instrumental maybe in your move from geology to coaching. Is that correct? Definitely. Um, we're best friends. Um, ever since we met, we're, our personalities meshed really well. So um, she kind of could tell that I was getting a little, a little cooped up behind the cubicle walls. I'd go out. It was probably 20% field work, but definitely not enough that I needed. And, um, you know, I enjoyed being, I was in intramural sports all through college and, um, and I played, I was in sports the whole time growing up. So she became, uh, she got her alternative certification. And so she got that cert really quickly. And then, um, she became the head golf coach. She was actually um, she got a scholarship through Angelo State. And so when she moved over here, she knew that I really would fit well into that transition of being a teacher and a coach. And um, it's been great. It's How's been that great transition so been moving from a state job and now to a public, really still a state job, yeah. I guess, <laughs> but into with students now, you're mm. interfacing with students and you're coaching. How's that been? It's been great. Um, definitely a lot more there's a lot more nuance because every class is different every kid is different and you kind of have to figure out a different approach to okay we have this we kind of have this checklist of things that we need to get done for the day but if i approach it this way this kid will get it but if i like am too heavy-handed this kid will just shrink back and so it's kind of a little mm, there's a lot of nuance and I've got to read the room a lot and kind of see where, see where I need to change a different approach. And what are you teaching? IPC. So I got a composite certification in science. And so um, last year I was astronomy. And then this year is integrated physics and chemistry. But um, it's kind of a little intro. <laughs> the name is, the name is kind of out there. It's really long, but. It's a nice way to say it's an intro to science. You get a dash of chemistry, a dash of physics, and you run from there. <laughs> well, Coach Castillo and I just looked at each other when you, <laughs> you mentioned physics, chemistry, all these sciences. We kind of looked at each other like, I feel like a bunch of rocks over here right now. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's, um, I know it's hard to find coaches that specialize in those things. So that, thanks for doing that. And I love your attitude towards your kids, that you don't treat them the same every Young woman, every young man has different personalities and different skill sets, and they learn differently. So the idea is that you're a learner, you're a teacher. Mm -hmm. And that's great that you're doing that, both in the classroom and on the field. So how did you get with the linebackers? Now, you're working mostly, I think you said, with the freshmen and some mm -hmm. of the JV and obviously the varsity also. How's that working out? Great. I love it. It's – I love how much uh, – I love how much contact, and it's very – downhill every time that i was in 
linebackers was my favorite position in high school. And so I just love the contact, being able to kind of read the flow, read what the offense is doing and go on, go on the offensive, even though you're technically on defense. Now to back up just a little bit, you played on the military base Mm -hmm. in high school, but you told me y'all won the European championship. Is that correct? Yes, we did. Out of the, uh, and that's in football, American football, not yes, soccer. Yes, American football. Yeah, <laughs> not the uh, not European soccer. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we're European champions between all the military bases out there, and um, we're the D two. So we we're kind of like middle of the road. Um, it would probably equate to the like a four A school in Texas, but um, I was blessed to be able to be in that program and kind of be a part of that intensity and rigor and um this was, was did you ever time. consider going into military I did I did for a little bit and then uh my mom was like I don't know my mom was like you don't want to move around that much whenever you find whenever you find a family it's a lot of moving and um it's kind of a lot of stress on on like a home environment and they were like focus on academics and my dad said, if you want to go into the into the military, it would be great experience, but go and get your education first and then go in as an officer. Yeah, I, I had a military appointment, a scholarship mm-hmm. um, to play tennis at the military academy. Oh, wow. Uh, what scared me off was the five-year commitment. Yeah. For me, and being a 19-year-old young man, five years seemed like an eternity. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think it's a great education. And so we applaud all of our folks that are in the military, especially what's going on now mm-hmm. in the Middle East. So Definitely. thank you for that. Now, how did you get to Layman? Let's talk about Layman. We're sitting in Coach's office. He's sitting right here. So <laughs> how did you get to Layman? Yes, sir. Um, it was really just – I was really influenced by my wife. Um, she had – she grew up in San Antonio and really knows the area very well. Um, her family has – a lot of um, just family friends that are teachers or admin. And um, and as she was applying for different positions, she found a spot up here at Hayes in just the Hayes CISD. And out of the several options, the other kind of her mentors through the, the application process were like, this district is very friendly to teachers. They're very... Um, supportive and they'll get you everything that you need to be successful in your job. And so, um, and they also had a golf position open for her and she went to ASU for a golf scholarship. So she's, uh, she jumped on it and it's been great coming here to layman and, and being a part of the, being a part of the program. Every coach that's sat in that seat has said the same thing. And a lot has to do with coach Castillo, how he treats his coaches and how he mentors his coaches. And how he treats his kids. And so we appreciate that very much. Well, we're going to transition, Coach Ramon. We're going to, Great. This time we transition over to Coach C, Coach Castillo. And we talk about a section we called Inside the Huddle. It's when we talk mm-hmm. actually about the Kyle Lehman Lobos a little bit. Yes, sir. Uh, we just got off a week, uh, a tough week with the Canyon Cougars. We didn't look like the same team that we had seen the previous weeks, I don't believe. Yep. And, uh, I did want to just a couple of highlights that I, I always go back and kind of look at the stats and your time of possession actually was greater mm-hmm. by almost three minutes, three and a half minutes. 
you ran more plays than they did. Uh, they just had a couple of big plays. Mm-hmm. We just didn't look like the same team. Mm-hmm. I, for whatever reason, that game's kind of behind us, but yeah. you might want to speak yeah. to it. No, we were out of sorts. I mean, we, uh, you know, it's funny, like the uh, pregame, I'm going through it, and I'm looking around. Our kids seem like they're into it. And then we we kick an extra point to end the um, in the pregame, and I brought them up. I said, we're either really, really dead or we're just so focused that we just – there's nothing that I can say or do that's going to get you uh, more prepared. So we broke it on that, and then we went in, and I felt good, and then we came out. And, uh, you know, again, it's those first couple plays that kind of can dictate how we're going to play sometimes. And, you know, missing on a couple throws here, not getting a run for positive yardage. We punt. And then, you know, they just kind of big play us after that. Um, and, you know, we, we've sat in this chair before and we're going to play to win. So mm-hmm. when we're down by 30 or whatever, we're going to onside kick. We're going to try to go for it on fourth down. I'm not going to lay down and go, oh, we're, this one's done for the week. So, you know, the score, uh, they had short fields, you know, a lot of time, but I was trying to find a spark. Um, and, you know, we'll be fine. I, I think that Somebody came in here and said, I think that needs to be a mulligan. Like, let's let's just redo it. Let's reset, and we'll be fine. And I think that's we, – we came out this morning for practice. I felt really good. We're moving around, flying around. Our kids are still positive. So it wasn't like that they feel defeated, and, you know, we, we have a chance this weekend versus a, a team that's comparable to us. So uh, we're excited. Yeah, I didn't want to be too heavy-handed on the, the Canyon game at mm-hmm. all. I know there are a lot of drop passes. It just – Maybe homecoming. Mm-hmm. People were kind of looking yeah. for it. I know, but we definitely run, won the pep rally. That's what I told them. I said, Y'all were excited for the pep rally, but uh, we don't care about that. <laughs> there were a lot of students there, <laughs> yeah. last, and there was a lot of activity in the yeah. students. So I, yeah. we really appreciate the students coming out and being loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought it was great. It was a great halftime. Yeah. Um, so we're going to move on because yeah. I think this week's going to prove to be a little bit different game for you. Also. We're going to be playing this week MacArthur, the Brahmas mm-hmm. down in San Antonio, yes, and sir. oddly enough, guess what? What's that? Same record. Yeah. One in six <laughs> and for overall. And so I think you're going to tell us a little bit more about them mm-hmm. and we're going to hear you. And yeah, now they're, uh, you know, they've got some, some big play, uh, big play potential. They've got a couple kids who can go, uh, really solid on defense at the uh, middle linebacker position for real. I think that's the, uh, head coach's son, but he's really tough, really smart. Uh, you know, but again, if we do what we do, I, I like our chances. You know, if we can run the ball a little bit, uh, to open up our pass game and maybe, you know, throw the ball a little bit. Uh, we, we have a chance there. I think that it, it will always come back down to us and how we, how we, uh, execute, how we, how we stay consistent throughout that. And, uh, you know, how locked in we are as a, as a group, you know, I think getting on that bus down to San Antonio would be good for us to kind of get away, get focused and, you know, get there and play hard early on. And, you know, I, I think that we can fight to the end and, and do some good things. How do you keep a team focused when they come off? We get three more games mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. It's been kind of a long season. How do you keep a team focused? As a head coach, yeah. how do you keep your coaches focused and your players focused? I think for us, it's staying consistent with how we're teaching, how we're you know talking to them about the the games and you know how we're preparing. You know, we're not going to go do something totally different that's out of character. You know, we're, we'll have a little fun here and there. I think one week we had a. Our linemen became the backs and receivers, and our backs and receivers became the line. We did that for like a five-minute period, and that was pretty fun. It was pretty neat. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll have some stuff mixed in the last couple of weeks just to, you know, kind of take some of the, uh, you know, I told the coaches, we're, we're past the part of kind of uh, installing new stuff. I mean, we're going to run our stuff, so we should be polished and stuff like that. So, you know, we'll take some time off from that, you know, not having to be in full pads, but 
the whole time we're still teaching and coaching the same stuff. I think that's key. And then the message is consistent. You know, we're not going to, uh, you know, I tell the kids all the time, worry about the message, not how the message comes out. You know what I mean? We're, we may be screaming. We may be quiet. We may be excited. We may be, you know, laying down. I don't know. But the message will always be the same. It's, you know, play hard and play for each other, you know, have, have discipline, respect each other, uh, have a great attitude when things are bad. You know, it, it, that's that's important to me. I went back and talk about the since I got freshman JV coach here a little bit. How is freshman JV? We don't want to overlook them because they're going to be coming up to be varsity players. Yeah. It's important because you're coaching them just the same. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let Coach Ramon talk about that a little bit, and then I'll I'll discuss kind of what I think too. Great. Um, well, I love coaching the freshmen. All the all the kind of sub varsity players. It's it's really just the future of the program and. I enjoy being able to kind of go over those fundamentals, a lot of the laying the groundwork of, okay, these are, this is how our base defense is going to get set up. And the only way we're going from here is up because we're just going to get a little more complicated. We'll add a little bit of this, add a little bit of that. Um, It's almost like cooking. As long as you can, as long as you can uh, salt and pepper a steak and throw it on a grill, everything else from there is just better. And so... I really enjoy uh I really enjoy working with them. There's a lot of promise with those uh with those young guys. Yeah, I tell our so I think I tell our JV group all the time that they're going to be the ones who help us flip um the narrative on Layman and I truly believe that, you know, we go out there every week and we're, you know, we're a play away here and there, you know, we had to take our JV quarterback put him on varsity for a couple weeks um and then we moved him back down and then he got hurt. And so now we're, you know, got a quarterback battle there with some guys who weren't really expected to play a lot of quarterback, but they're playing hard. Defensively at the JV level, we're great. I mean, we are really, really good. Offensively, we got to get consistent. Um, but again, it's about keeping those kids in the program. And, you know, to me, we can go 10-0 and at the JV level and lose every kid but the 11 or 12 who play every play. And that, to me, is not winning at the sub-varsity level uh, because we want to groom those kids. We want to get them better. You need a full group of kids to help us help us be good. So um, I told our coaches I'd rather be uh, 120 and 0 than with everybody playing than 10 and 0 and only have a few handful of kids. You know, um, we're building like a pipeline there, and I'm really proud of our kids too with grades and stuff like that too. You know, we could have easily been wiped out uh, when I got the job. They told me they're all going to fail on you. You're not going to have any kids after the nine weeks or the grading periods, and it didn't happen for us. You know, we had 14 total fail, uh, six, seven freshmen, and six of those freshmen failed one, uh, one teacher's class. So the one teacher failed six of our freshman kids, and and that's tough to swallow. But um, you know, I think our passing rate at the freshman level is 88 percent. Our JV was 92 percent, and our varsity was 95 percent. We had 37 kids on the A, B, or A honor roll, uh, so that's awesome. You know, those are good things to, to to show our young ones. Like, hey, we value your education. We want you to do well. Uh, we are in it for that. And so, if they know we care about those little things, they'll play for us in the end. Well, the congratulations on the on those numbers. Those mm-hmm. sound really really well. Are y'all working with the the elementary, the smaller? Middle schools also, I believe Chapa and Simon, I know a lot of coaches mm-hmm. go down there and kind of work with those coaches and work with their programs. So to get the fundamentals when mm-hmm. they get to be sub-varsity. And it- yeah, we uh, we started this summer 
with those coaches here, kind of learning our programs, our processes, with the expectation that they take them back to their campuses and do that. Um, and they're doing a, a lot of it. I would say 80% of their offense and defense is what we run here. Uh, there's some things that, you know, they're not doing that are helping their campuses that I'm I'm okay with uh, just because of some numbers or some players or whatever, but uh, that's part of it. And then every Tuesday we send our coaches out to those games. Uh, we make sure that we're seen, we're heard, we're visible. I've been to a couple practices in the morning with those uh, middle schools just to see them, how they work. Um, you know, it's, it's difficult because there's only so many hours in the day. Uh, there's so many coaches that we have uh, to help our kids here. You know, we practice – here at the high school, we practice in the morning from, you know, I have our coaches up here at six and then we practice about nine 30 in the morning. And then, you know, they go teach class all day. And then they come back and coach the freshmen from three, three o'clock to about five 30. So again, that's a full day for a guy. And so in between there, you know, we're trying to figure out where we can go for middle school help. Um, so, you know, I think after the season, it'll be a lot more of us on different campuses to do that too. Yeah, I think that's valued. Mm-hmm. It might keep more kids in the program, which you alluded to, which is important. Uh, there's so many other directional pulls. There's mm-hmm. going to be work. There's mm-hmm. grades. There's other sports, mm-hmm. other sports yep. that kids gravitate to if it's not baseball or some other mm-hmm. golf. So, well, this is going to be good. Um, it should be a good game, mm-hmm. I think, on Friday night. Yep. Uh, where are they playing? I know MacArthur. Yeah. Where do they play their games? It's at Hero Stadium. It's Northeast ISD. They have a, uh, a stadium there off of I-35 and I think Wurzbach. It's called Hero Stadium uh, right there off the highway. So if you want to get down there, just take 35 and you'll see the big bright lights and you'll exit there. It's right off the highway. So it's a pretty neat stadium. It's a real neat stadium. I coached in a game, a couple games there when I was there in San Antonio. So it'll be a neat experience to be there and, and play there. But, uh, Unless you be a good game. I hope everybody can make it. This Friday night, the game's at 7 o'clock. It's MacArthur Ramos playing uh, the Lobos here at Lehman. Yep. That's going to be a 7 o'clock start again. And that's Hero Stadium? Heroes, yeah. Heroes. H-E-R-O-E-S. So find that in your maps. Mm-hmm. Make the trip down. Uh, support the team. Support the coaches in that. Coach, I appreciate yes, it. Sir. Coach Casillo and Coach Ramon. Yes, sir. Good to have you. Thank you. Um, I'm going to catch up with your wife over there and, and have this conversation <laughs> with her. But I want to congratulate you again in five weeks, yeah. I believe. Yes. You're going sir. to be a dad. We're excited. Five weeks. Going we should. Quick. <laughs> well, uh, congratulations on that. It's going to be a whole new experience thank you, thank for you. you. And we're super excited about that. And, mm-hmm. and thanks for being here at Layman and what you're doing. So just want to say thanks again. And we're going to do this again next week. We've mm-hmm. got two more games after this week. Mm-hmm. And then we'll reassess and we'll, we'll come back and we'll do some more. No doubt. Coach, I appreciate it. Yes, thank sir. y'all. Thank you.